Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm Frank, and I'm here with AJ. How you doing, man? Hey, f- hey, Frank. How you doing, bud? I'm doing What's going well. on? I'm doing really well. Um, what's going on is that you and I both have seen Black Panther. Oh, my God, um, did we? The latest entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, although I would argue that it really feels a lot different from any Marvel movie we've seen um, for various reasons. But like, oh my god, just leading into like the marketing and everything, it just, I kind of like. Obviously, it's Black Panther. It's Marvel. It's uh, he was introduced in Civil War. We know the character. Like it, but like just everything leading in and the discussions around it, it just felt like something big and new and fresh. And uh, I definitely felt that in the in the in the screening and um so i like i got to see it kind of like <laughs> yeah, as a yeah special yeah. thing with work which was really cool but like it was still a full like real audience it wasn't just like you know band employees or anything like that we had like real people that bought tickets and everything and were super stoked to see it this was like day one i guess friday of last week um and people were cheering and, and laughing and clapping at like every stage of the way and you know just like real uh genuine reactions to a film that like arguably like should have been made like years and decades ago <laughs> like you know um so yeah like, i i agree i agree with you in that respect but like i also okay so yes i yes i oh okay i'm sorry i didn't mean to offend anybody i love this movie i saw it at lincoln center uh, last night, uh, the huge IMAX with a packed house, packed crowd. People had a blast. I had an absolute blast. It was a joy to watch. Shayna totally cried. Oh, uh, she she loved it. Good. I I agree, that, but I, I agree with what you're saying. But I also feel like, okay, this movie is is huge for so many reasons. Like it's the biggest opening for a solo superhero movie ever yeah that's nuts it's uh chadwick boseman like he's a you know oscar not academy award nominated actor he's amazing he kills it in this movie everybody who acts in this movie is bringing it a hundred and fifty thousand percent yeah you could tell they all want to be there and are having a blast doing it they just it's like this is it's, it, it looked just, like, so incredibly fun and amazing. And, it uh, okay, it was such a beautiful escape from, you know, the trials and tribulations, the shit going on all across our country. You know, it yeah. was really a nice welcome retreat to another part of the world. Uh, and it just I, – I, I loved it so much. And I know that these superhero movies, you know, they can seem repetitive. They can seem like there may be a formula to them at – at times and in certain places, you're right. But I think what's cool about what Black Panther does is it's subverting so much of what Marvel has already done that it's like nuts. Yeah. Like this movie has jokes, but they but it's not every five fucking minutes. No. And they're not like any of the other jokes that Marvel was privy to. Like they, totally. Uh, yeah. It's and, a, it's and, a different speed. It's a different speed. This movie is dramatic. It's it's big. Like the uh, effects are very nice. They're not, you know, they're not fantabulous. They're okay, but they're the world of Wakanda. Like it was just so fleshed out and so realized. Yeah. Um. Okay. So like, I I don't know. I 
I appreciate the global perspective that this movie has. I love that, you know, Wakanda is, you know, removed. They've been, you know, making all this amazing shit with the vibranium. Um, and all the amazing surrounding cast of this movie was just huge. Like this, like th- this movie, I-, I wish it came out a little bit earlier because maybe you could have got it nominated for some stuff. Like this is like pretty, it was pretty like well made, I thought. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it, it was well made. I think um, this, uh, I-, I-, I like our little pre-spoiler talk here, like, but you know, this has a, a-, a great, villain in it and that like is a relatable plot point like there's a reason you can understand his motivations and like um it's it's a a dynamic cast with like lots of different perspectives and you know you have uh the old guard of wakanda like they have a certain way of doing things a new guard like it's it's speaking a lot and like it ends up speaking a lot to um, you know, issues of race in America and around the world, you know, not just within Africa. And, and like you said, like this movie to me is something I've never, like in, in terms of a visual perspective, like that, that contrast of like this beautiful landscape in Africa, like contrasted against like this amazing futuristic city that, you know, looks like nothing like we've seen in that like has like a blend of you know like that's very much like african and they have like different like contexts like it it just it it does it's really awesome it's really really awesome awesome. and it's beautiful like like to see on the big screen um obviously it's making a shitload of money um you know it's like four day uh weekend was like like it surpassed so many things it's like uh, like i think what was it the fifth Number number five in in terms yeah, of biggest. opening weekends of of all time, and that's like that's behind like Star Wars, like Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and like some of these other big films. Like this is not Harry Potter, yeah, it's not playing like around. Like this made a lot of money, and it continues to make a lot of money. And like this weekend, it's ex- still expected to make a lot. Like it'll have its drop off, like they all do. But you know, it's gonna have long legs. I think people are gonna go back for repeat viewings. I'm going back. I, you know, I already have tickets to see it on Saturday. Like Megan hasn't seen it yet, so I'm excited to see it again. Um, but yeah, it, w- it was really refreshing, and like, it, there were so many moments where I was like, "Oh yeah, this is in the MCU," and like, I'm glad that like while it was connected, there were. But it was also so beautifully not exactly. tampered with. Yeah, they left this alone. They left him alone. Nobody showed up midway through. There was no 15-minute sequence. They were like, nah, like, it's just, it's, you just got Black Panther. And that was a fantastic decision. And I I really appreciate that they did that. We'll see what they do with the sequel. But it really just felt so, uh, it felt back to basics, but also, like, on a higher level. Like, this movie felt on a different, like, celestial plane. It really did. And, okay, so... Let's get into some of the stuff that I thought was really cool. I really loved, and I think it's totally awesome, that the third act of this movie is all hand-to-hand combat. I think that like that is the coolest thing about this movie, that yeah. there's so there's so many less guns. And if there are guns, they're usually like some kind of laser bullshit. And I think that that's like more in my mind like you know it's not it's not really real like I, I i can see that it's not real but like right you know to see that like they're 
they did that in that way. The amazing way the Dormelage fight together, like, and the whole, you know, their whole history and background that, you know, kind of mirrors the Amazons in some way, but is also very different. And uh, it's it's kind of like his Kingsguard, and they're also these like badasses and like it's just it's just great right I, but they have a code too like and like that's something that clearly clearly happens as a plot point within the movie she that's was like, she was amazing the lead of the dormelage the uh, general yeah, I, I don't Denai i don't Guerrero know how to from Walking yeah. Dead. yeah she was ama- like oh my god so many she so was many so great good she was so good um, and and funny and like every like every i loved every scene the Okay, the Korean casino was fantastic. That was a great sequence. Right. The the car chase was exhilarating and I thought really well um, thought out. Like I've never thought about the idea or I don't think I've ever seen like somebody remote driving a car while people are like hopping and skipping around as they're flipping <laughs> over down the highway. There's right. obviously not very good police force in uh, South Korea. Right. <laughs> Watch out for how uh, T'Challa is throwing our, these guys around. It's just really funny because like I, I had a moment where I was like, oh, I've been busy watching the Olympics in South Korea. And it's like then they, they have this movie, like yeah, have a yeah. portion set. But like I, I was getting major James Bond vibes in this, like with with all the totally. tech and like, you know, that that scene in the casino. But like it also did things that James Bond would never do. And like in, in terms like in terms of the franchise and like like you said, like that kind of tech that. You know, they they still push the boundaries like this is like and that's one thing that Bond movies always do. It's like, oh, wow, this is like so impressive. But it's like they did that here in in Black Panther. And that's impressive. And like you have just like a completely different style. Um, And, you know, like Bond is so stuffy and like with like stuffed up with himself and like that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, too. Like that, I, that. I appreciated kind of how T'Challa is kind of like just like on the ground, like he's on planet Earth. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he's not. He you're right. He's not like James Bond in that he's so far stuffed up his ass that he gets himself into trouble sometimes. Yeah. Like T'Challa is like on the ground floor. He sees what's going on. He kind of is like, okay, we're kind of doing it anyway, in spite of what you know is probably the better judgment here to do it to be a you know a badass and that's pretty cool and nice to see in the movie like that anymore um okay so let's talk about um uh you know all the favorite side people before we talk about all the other villains because i think we'll end up getting stuck there for a while so i don't want to leave these people out i i thought that the sister uh sure. uh sherry she was fantastic she was super funny yeah she totally you know came off like a younger sibling who was obviously more adept and knew more stuff <laughs> she was hilarious i loved it it was really great um they yeah. don't really have i don't know if the mcu even has a younger sister i feel like she is the whole mcu's younger sister <laughs> you right know? well you and, know? and it's funny because like a lot of people after seeing this like are saying like oh wow they should they should go like the route that you know she could take over the Iron Man mantle and like be like the Riri Williams of the of the MCU and it's like that could be interesting but like also like her dynamic with Black Panther is just like so great that like I I, I don't know like, she could also be Black Panther like we don't like we don't right. know what's gonna happen like right. I'm but if she listen if they're gonna make her Iron Man like so be it like Robert Downey Jr. has been doing this for a bajillion years. Right. He's gonna he's gonna want to Hugh Jackman himself out of this shit too. All I know is that I do want to see more of her, and I think that yeah, she whatever, was fantastic. Yeah. 
she was fantastic. It was also great to see, um, what do you call it? Uh, Angela Bassett. I thought she was awesome. I love mm-hmm. Lupita Nyong'o. She's absolutely just a dream. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She's so funny. She's such a. I didn't know she could do action like this. Yeah. I don't know if she ever has done really done action. She's done all other serious stuff. She's in Star Wars, but as a motion capture character, right, exactly. and, you know. Whereas this, she's there. She's kicking ass, taking names, being a badass, and it was really awesome. She was, and I loved the dynamic that they were like they weren't a couple like they used to date. Right. I thought it would have been funny if they like had a more like Jerry and Elaine moment where like someone was like, "Oh, are you guys going out?" And they're like, "No, not exactly. We yeah. used to date, but we're friends." Like I thought that like I was hope, kind of hoping for that the whole time, but I understand why it didn't happen. Yeah, it's nice. It was subtle. Like they they had it there, and like yeah, yeah. But, like if you blink, you miss it. And like, but like obviously towards the end of it, it's like really forefront. Like they're they're still oh my god, there. oh like, my god, great. and the subtlety of this movie. Like there's so much subtlety all over it. Like mm-hmm. it's like there's not there's subtext. There's other stuff going on. I, I really I really dug that. Okay, um, Forrest Whitaker. I thought he looked really cool up until he was dead. Um, <laughs> I really, I really love, uh, the older King T'Chaka. Um, he's a really, he's great. He's definitely the Obi-Wan of, uh, the Black Panther movies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool because sometimes you need an Obi-Wan and the MCU doesn't really have an Obi-Wan, you yeah, know? Not, not really. I mean, not like, really. Odin is kind of gone and like he never really Yeah, but Odin, that. Odin really wasn't Obi-Wan. Odin's like kind of a crazy, he's like, no, what fuck? Odin's so different than Obi-Wan. Well, totally, uh, I know, I know. But like, I'm just thinking of like older, like wise characters that didn't turn to the dark side. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, he's great. It was nice that he was in it, like. I, you know, I didn't think he would be. The continuity. Yeah, well, no, th- they had to keep the continuity. And of course, and like, this is like a known thing about the Black Panther character is that he goes to the, you know, the ancestral plane. Yeah. No, notice that, you know, the big uh, last uh, Infinity Stone we're all hoping for is purple. Notice that the vibranium in the large amounts is also purple. I'm gonna I'm gonna nix that. That's not right. It's orange. <laughs> what? And the last Infinity Stone that we're missing is orange. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, but it's all purple. Yeah, at least like, <laughs> at least if not, maybe the vibranium at whole is like an Infinity Stone. I it the, yeah, the jury's still out whether or not there's something. We don't on. know. We're just speculating. I, we didn't give you a spoiler alert. And we don't feel bad about it. We elevate it to medium talk, and you have to pay the price. <laughs> but but the fact is that while some some of us expected it to be like, oh, the Infinity Stone forefront, like right in your face in this movie, that didn't happen. So like the fact that they're in Wakanda and Infinity War may reveal some other truths about whatever, but like that didn't happen yet. So anyway, we digress. Um, have you seen the Lego? <laughs> No, like the Lego is bad. Uh oh, spoilers. I saw, I saw I saw the Lego today. Uh oh, go see the Lego if you want to know. You don't have to know, but it's a Lego, so go out there and deal with it. Um. Anyway, uh. All right, moving on. Um. Okay, I think a lot of people are going to be really excited about the amazing job and performance of Michael B. Jordan in this movie, and I think that we all really should. 
kind of stop and take a second and like appreciate that he knocked this out of the park beyond all expectations. Yeah. And I think that they, the subversion of what I thought this movie was going to be and how it was going to set up other movies was completely incorrect. And I like that they kind of went balls to the wall for it. Oh my God. Yeah. I never imagined for a second that they would kill claw that never crossed my mind. Yeah. I agree with you. And, and I thought that, you know, claw is at least safe for this movie you know, he'll get his own movie or, you know, they'll deal with, you know, the repercussions of that going forward. I think to kill Claw is such a bold choice from Marvel and it's it's fantastic. I, I'm so glad that they did that. So now that, you know, he's dead, they can do this amazing, they can allow for this amazing complex character that I think, you know, kind of shows a Marvel course correct, some Marvel course correction, like, I don't want to sound like they, you know, are behind a little bit, but like, I feel like Marvel in some ways is is always trying to get ahead, but they're better. Kind of like Apple, you know, like right. Samsung <laughs> will have the better, faster phone, but you know, Apple necess- won't necessarily have that for maybe two years because Apple perfects it and makes it better. Right, right. So, like. I just feel like there's so like the the way that the Dora Milaje uh, were so heavily featured. I don't know if they're heavily featured in the comic, but that seems very reminiscent of uh, you know Themyscira to me. Mm-hmm. I also think that you know the way that this villain seems to have the strongest motivation of any character we've ever seen, coming from a guy who played another Marvel villain, another Marvel character, character that yeah. we, that we had no idea was going to be able to pull off this kind of thing. I thought he was going to be kind of like a a uh, crossbones kind of deal, like like one of these like side small villains. Like, you don't need this shit. You kill right. him in the first movie, you get to Ulysses Claw in the second movie. <laughs> like, right, right. You know? That, you like, know? Those, in, in terms of, like, knowing the characters from the comics, absolutely. And, like, I, I remember thinking when Michael B. Jordan was cast in this movie, he's like, like, this was, like, it was relatively soon after fantastic four came out I was it, was, like, it was like immediately it was like immediately yeah and i was like well a that, that means that franchise is dead for sure like <laughs> like which we knew as it came out but like i i was also kind of worried because i remember thinking like well like if he's jumping ship to this so quickly like i i just i i remember just thinking like unsure and like I, he did a fine okay job in that movie but like it's it's totally different and like I agree with you with Claw. Like I was completely surprised, but like it also brings up like an interesting thing. Is like, do you think Andy Serkis is just like done? Because like between this and Last Jedi, he's like out. Like, do you think he had a conversation? Was just like, I just want to be done. Like, I I don't care. Like these deals, like fuck it. But which is like sort of like it's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good bit. But like, I don't. I don't know. I I think it's interesting that. I, I don't know. I, I it would make me sad that he hates it. He doesn't like it, or that he doesn't like the not, lack of creative control that mm. he wanted to get out. Like, I also see that like the characters like he's played, like you know Snoke and Caesar, and you know like they're not necessarily you know n- undivisive. Like people have opinions about them. Like, and I, I you know. I I love Andy Serkis and yeah. I'm sad that 
I'm sad that I'm really, I really like, I know Claw is a bad guy. <laughs> like right. I know, you know, and I know what he did to Wakanda was wrong, but like, I was kind I was like, Oh shit. Like Andy circus, like he's, he's out like, Oh no. Like right. this could have been, this could have been more epic, but at the same time, it's, but it also served, it also served. Well, I think he was having a good time because he's out. You have, you may have a point. Yeah. And like I, I, but it also like it served like his character because all the fans are probably thinking like us too, where we're like, oh shit, like you killed Claw, what the fuck? Like this is huge, this is a big deal. Like you're nuts. Like th- yeah. what, what's going on? And like just by doing that, that subverts your expectations right there. Yeah. I also love that like Daniel Kaluuya, the guy from uh, Get Out, like flipped on uh, T'Challa. Black Panther in the movie, like yeah. that he went, ended up going with the uh, with Killmonger, and I just I think his name was a little stupid, but I also thought that that you know ultimately like his character was awesome, like the like yeah. the way that they built this whole motivation and just amazing. Yeah. And you know we could get into it, but I don't think it's even like fair to you. Like we, it's not even like good to like just repeat it. Like you have to go and see it and deal with all of the complexity that is this character like it's a performance to be to be seen for sure yeah. similar to Heath Ledger's Joker I I I dare say yeah and I think it's it's super interesting like I, I was really glad when they they uh, revealed that like his name Killmonger was more of a like a nickname or a call sign kind of thing and that, yeah, like, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. like a, a true last name because like it always sounded really silly to me um, but like yeah he has just this amazing story arc that you know his motivations are clear like he has a a very like understandable stance on 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 wakanda and and his reason to coming into to the fold makes sense and it's just it it ends beautifully because like again that was another thing is like oh yeah well like they're not gonna they shouldn't kill him off because you know like all the best villains that are so complex like we still have them around but like it like that that was that was like the exact point of the character it was like no and 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 I'll leave it there obviously we've already gone into spoilers but like it's it's not worth talking about it's worth like experiencing on screen i agree hey everybody sorry about that uh we had a little bit of a, a technical glitch slash interruption but uh we're back now ready to talk more black panther i'm ready with uh margarita on national margarita day AJ, <laughs> i hope you're doing great um we uh we were talking black panther i think we just wrapped talking about killmonger and our, our thoughts and feelings there but i think um we pretty much covered everything and again sorry everybody um if we repeat ourselves it's been a couple a little bit like an hour or so so we're trying to Get back to where we were thinking. Um, Pick it back up. Okay, so I want to talk about like some. I know you know everyone's going to review this movie, and the review is good. It's great. You should go see it. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Like I think that there's a lot of other stuff about this movie you'll just enjoy. But you know, I I never want. I put the stuff up, and I never really put up, or I try not to put that we do movie reviews. I think that we really do movie discussions. We talk about the movie, what we liked. We didn't like what we think about it. Like we're not yeah. – it's not really reviewing it. I think that's a different thing. We, yeah, we don't give it a score. We don't rank it. We don't put it in – we try not yeah. to compare it. You know, like obviously sometimes like Avengers 1 versus 2 or whatever it may be. Like if yeah, you're, yeah. Like something similar, but 
this this totally stands on its own and like it, it can't really be compared to yeah. anything else like arguably yes it, it is an origin story for a superhero but like but it's but it's also not his origin like you don't right. learn how he get like you know why he has the black panther powers mm-hmm. but like we don't see him training to become the black panther like he already is the black panther he's already gotten there like I think Marvel knows that you can't do traditional origin stories with the traditional tropes anymore. Like, yeah, like you can't, you can't in a, in an origin story. Really, you're not. You really characters in Marvel movies don't even really have origin story movies anymore. Their origins are in other movies. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's true. Especially even here, this one. But like even For here, sure. like Black Panther was still Black Panther in right. Civil War. Like it wasn't like. Oh, you see him become and same thing with Spider Man. Like Spider Man was already Spider Man in Civil War. So it wasn't like Like they like they know we've seen that. Like they know mm-hmm. that we're smarter than that. And like that's why like the course correction I was stating earlier, like it just feels like they're trying to be better. Like that's I think why this movie gives me unrealistically high expectations for Infinity War. Mm. Like that's the problem. Because like this movie is so incredibly badass and there's been so much thought and care into it. It almost makes you feel deceived that, like, they're doing the same amount of work and the same amount of love into Infinity War. It can't possibly be bad at the least bit. Right. And that's just, like, a dangerous feeling to have. So, oh, my God. Like, I was looking at the Wikipedia page for Infinity War for some reason today, and I was like, oh, my God. There are so many characters. Like, it's unbelievable how many characters are in that movie. It, it, like, I I agree. I, I It's hard because I don't want to be let down because it's this pinnacle, whatever. But yeah, like how do they top themselves on from this movie, Black Panther? Like it did so many things right for so many reasons. Uh, yeah, but moving forward, like what have they learned? And is it really only if the filmmakers that learned about it and like are they going to try and bring Ryan Coogler back for a sequel? And like will he learn and try oh, to do things oh, differently? Yeah. And like how is he going to make the sequel even better than the first one? He could like, also do something different. He could also do something different. I could also see them going with Ava DuVernay if she'd be down after doing Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But again, to the larger point I was talking about a little bit earlier, which is, or I guess we could do sequel speculation now. Hmm. Uh, Either yeah, no, no, we'll do it now. Like, I, I don't know what they're gonna do in the sequel. I feel like you could do. There's a few other villains that I I saw today that you could that could like link up and be an okay movie. Um, and my favorite one, which wasn't actually a villain but kind of an antihero, was like Namor. That there's like a lot of Namor stuff that like happens between Bla- him and Black Panther, and also there's like a lot of Marvel Illuminati stuff that they could do. Mm. Um, so I'd be down with them doing either versions of that, but I also, I'm cool with them staying in Wakanda. Like, I don't know if we need the next Black Panther movie to feel as global as an Avengers movie. Right. You know, like it, it, like this one kind of did, like you're in, you're in Korea, you're in Africa, you're in, um, London, Oakland, like this movie really does jump around pretty much. And it does feel very global. And like, I understand that. I think that black Panther should stick with that and, Mm -hmm. and you know, they should continue down that way. Um, yeah. What do you want to do for the sequel? Yeah. I mean, I think 
you know, th- this movie had a lot of characters, um, and for better or for worse, like, there are less or fewer characters coming out at the end. <laughs> you know, a lot of people uh, bit the dust. And so, like, what while that, like, clears the playing field a little bit, like, it, it means that there's room to add. Obviously, like, like they need to add a new threat. Like, they're gonna, there's going to be a clear villain that they'll add. Um, but I hope that they flesh out some of the those like supporting characters um, a little bit more. Um, but I, I, again, I'm not. I don't know a lot about the Black Panther comics, so like I'm not sure of like oh they should do this exact like story arc or whatever it may be. But like yeah, well, I agree. Like I it think... also like if we're looking at Secret War, if we're looking at uh, scrolls and Secret Wars and stuff, mm-hmm. it could totally work for scrolls. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Um, um, I, I think uh, another supporting character that we actually have, like, just a side note that we haven't really talked much about is Everett Ross. Like, again, like uh, Martin Freeman, Martin Freeman. Like, it was it was kind of interesting to see him here. Um, I feel like he settled into the role a bit more than maybe he did in, in Civil War. Like, I found his accent to be a little bit more believable this time. And um, it was kind of interesting to see him be like this, like, gruff and tough kind of guy where, like, we're so used to seeing him as like the bumbling Bilbo. Um, so that was kind of right. refreshing, but like, again, like a lot, of, and what a lot of people have been saying is like, was his character necessary? Like what was he necessary to be the like introduction to Wakanda or like, were we just getting that by nature of seeing it for the first time? Do we need that character to like, I think he has, hand? I think he's in Canon. I think if, like, I think he's in the comics and I think, Oh yeah, 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 totally. But I think that he's like a, you know, I I do. I think you need a, a grounding back to America, and he's yeah. the the American link. Yeah. I don't like that Martin Freeman plays an American here. I think that I find it to be really unnerving and like mm-hmm. weird. And yeah. I don't. And I think that he's like, I, I I I don't get it. I feel like that he's just he wanted to be in the Marvel movies or like, <laughs> you know, he saw like an in, and he's like, oh well, I don't really want to like fight or get like super dirty at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like, can I do like something like this? And like, I feel like maybe Martin Freeman, you know, he can do other, you know, he can do other stuff. And like, this is definitely him showing another side of him. Like, yeah. he's obviously not playing like the same kind of characters he plays in, you know, the other movies we've seen him in, like Hitchhiker's Guide or other things, or like um, Sherlock or whatever. Yeah, or Sherlock or whatever. Like, he's really a different. He's really a different character here, um, and. Uh, kudos to him for doing that but it it it, it weirds me out i don't yeah. i don't i don't i don't particularly love it yeah i mean i, I think like the, the character is ultimately important he's our way in and then like also like they had a reason to show like all the the different things that vibranium can do like obviously there was you know the suit itself and then there's the herb and then there's like oh well this is how we like cure people from like gunshot wounds <laughs> like this is crazy i just i just also felt like of all the tech we've seen all the superheroes have in these movies like how overdue were we for that remote driving sequence like compare that technology to the fucking bat crawler from justice league yeah like like what the hell like like it's just it's such a completely different idea and conceptual fundamental like way you experience the characters yeah. like 
If you think Batman is going to build a subterranean <laughs> robo-crane that, you know, is designed to ascend walls vertically, whereas you can just, like, pop this thing onto any vehicle and remotely drive it from, you know, the specific yeah. location, like, that's pretty fucking awesome. And it like, was cool that it wasn't just the car, you know? Like, they had... No, they did the, the, the ship at the, the end. The ship at the end. Like, I guess you know, my only gripe with that is, like, they gave it away. It was in commercials and stuff. and like Sure. Like, but... Okay, I want to talk a little bit about uh, something that I, I want Marvel to do more of, and, and I know that this is going to sound like a nitpicky kind of gripey thing, but I think that something that Ryan Johnson just proved is like you have to flesh out the fucking ships and you have to really conceptualize them. And like I know that you know Black Panther and Thor are two very different movies, but Black Panther's ship and the ship that Thor and Hulk steal at the end of that movie are very similar in in look. I'm not saying that the guy, same guys designed it, but mm. I think the general homogeny among the Marvel cosmic look, like, they can do better than this. Yeah. And, and I think that, like, Wakanda, like, I... The some of the effects are really amazing, and the gravity, like the uh, IMAX shots that they do for this movie in the theater, mm -hmm. were great. The colors were great, but I don't know. I think that they could go a little bit more in depth. Yeah. They could spend a little bit more time on the rendering to make it that much more fleshed out and real and lived in, and Star Warsify it a little bit. Yeah, well, and it's like a, a country like Wakanda that's been isolated, and they have all this amazing tech. Like, really, those things look like Quinjets. Like, yeah, how is they, this any it, different than what S.H.I.E.L.D. already had? Like, yeah, what is more so, impressive about it? Like, is it just the fact that there's no one piloting it? That or? was that was, that was That's super nitpicky. But, you know, other than that, uh, like, this is a this is a great movie. Like, I ultimately, the ending of this movie, like, is really great because, you know, we've never really seen a Marvel villain get vindicated. Mm -hmm. And I think that something here that I, I'm going to pose that I think is kind of true some of the best superhero movies aren't necessarily origin stories for the actual superhero of the title, the the uh, eponymous you know superhero. Yeah. But really, it's for the villain. And I think that like this movie opens on him, it closes on him, like it really is. It's in a in a lot of ways, it's his movie too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's pretty cool and ballsy of Marvel to do for a character that's not as really well-known at all and to subvert all of our expectations the way that they did. Right. It's not dissimilar from what they did with uh, the Mandarin, but it, everybody, when you saw the Mandarin, you were like, wait, what? Like, what right. is happening here? Whereas, like, this is like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I, I think the other difference there is, like, that was the third Iron Man movie. So people, and, like, also, like, after Avengers. So like Tony Stark had been in four movies at that point. So like you were going to that movie for Tony Stark, not necessarily the villain. And like, like, I don't know. I agree with you that it was really ballsy of them to say like, okay, well, you know, we're killing him off because now it's like, okay, you need to have like, how are they going to top that? Like you, you don't want to go into your sequel and be like, okay, well we're going to do this thing with this villain. And like, I mean, this is one of the things that I've noticed on uh, like some of the, CW TV shows like year over year it's like they have some really great seasons and they have 
like an amazing villain that stretches over the course of the year. And then like the next year is like a complete dud and it like everyone's like, well, the show is done now. And like, it's hard to continue to top yourselves. Like like, not every villain is going to be as complex and as like twisted or have like as strong motivations. Like sometimes like you just need a mustache twirling villain to like just blow shit up because they want to. But yeah, but this guy, but this guy was so good at that. Like, and like, and he, you so believed every reason why he was doing this. And like, he's, he so represents that a part of American culture that is so pervasive around the world. And it was cool to see him kind of portray that in a cool way. And, you know, it would have been interesting to hear like him throw like you know I see you're you know thrown down with Stark you know like that would have been funny like yeah. I, don't, I don't know but okay yeah I think we both love this movie like, we're both down to see it again yeah. uh, I'm definitely okay I think the post credit scenes here um, were I'm I'm glad that they were <laughs> impo- I'm glad that they were real I'm glad that it was actual plot information of the yeah. story of the whole MCU. That you pick up on, and like that's okay. Are they are they as great as I had pictured in my mind? No, they are not. No, I mean the fir- the first one is basically the same thing as the I am Iron Man from the first. It Iron is, Man but movie. it's also very different because then it yeah. re- it really does give you and give them context to be in all the Infinity War trailers because now I was like, well, how are they going to deal with this? Like, fucking right. Wakanda is secret. Like, no one knows about this. And in in Civil War, I, I rewatched Civil Civil War today, but. Um, what what happens in when T'Chaka is speaking? He is saying that we are about to join the world. Yeah, like that's his last thing b- before he dies. And then as that happens, you know they're coming into this own thing. So it's kind of like T'Challa fulfilling his father's destiny and his dream. And well, that's interesting though, because that that seems like it wasn't handled as smoothly as it could have been then, because like a lot of what what T'Challa was overcoming in this movie was like, Oh, you know, we need to separate, you know, like, cause even when he was speaking with his father in the ancestral plane, like there was a little bit of like, I need to go back and I need to fix this or whatever. And we need to, you know, he has a point like Killmonger has a point. Like he, we, we need to help people. So I, yeah, that, that's an interesting point, but like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is, I mean, it's one of those things that like, I think moving forward, Marvel is going to be a bit more careful about like announcing a full slate of movies. Like that's one thing that's been like, beneficial. no, they're not going to, they're never going to do what they did a few years ago again. Exactly. That, because that it, will never happen. It spoils things. And that's why they're like, okay, well we're, we're leading up into infinity war. And like, yeah, there's like these couple of the other things happening. The only reason they ever did that was because of DC did it. That's the only reason. Right. Yeah. And cause now, now they, they can say, okay, well, we have Infinity War. Once Infinity War comes out, they can say, like, okay, now that you know the plot and everything that happens, here's this next movie, and it's coming out next year. Like, great. Awesome. But I think they could have a big Comic-Con this year. I think that they could have, you know, bring it back to the days of yore when Marvel ruled Comic-Con. Yeah. When they needed it. They don't need it anymore, but they, they still kind of do. Okay, but really quick, I want to wrap up two, like, editorial notes on the, or an editorial note on this movie. Um, I am a frequent writer on the Facebook comments of the Tablet Magazine Facebook page because I think that they write really fucking uh, uninspired and uh, kind of stupid shit. So Tablet is like a reformed Jewish magazine, uh, and they've been around for a while. 
And, you know, some kid wrote an article last year about how, like, Billy Joel is the worst musician he's ever seen. Um, and every few, you know, articles, you know, down the line, it's like Tablet will ultimately say, like, you know, this is something cool. How can we find a way to make you feel that this is bad for Jewish, Jewish people? And before Tablet comes out and says, uh, we need a Jewish superhero movie, I want to preempt you. I went to Ju I went to school. I thought I was going to be a rabbi for a time. I speak Hebrew. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm Jew. Hello. What's going on? Uh, like, we, no, we do not. Here's why. Uh, first, the best superheroes, Superman and all of the Marvel characters are all created by Jewish people. All right. So... Whether or not, you know, they're different drawers, different artists, you know, Jack Kirby was not Jewish, but, you know, different, but fundamentally, Stanley, Jerry Schulster, and uh, Jerry Schulkind and Joel Schuster, the guys who made Superman and the Schulkinds, they were all Jews. And, like, we have to kind of accept and own that, like, our, like the creative uh, abilities of these people, like, led to all these contributions that everyone loves. So, like, how... Superman is kind of an allegory for Moses. Like we kind of have to own that and accept that for what it is because it can never be that Superman is Jewish. It can only ever be that Superman is from Krypton mm -hmm. and that he is here to save everybody else. On the second note, um, the best Jewish superhero that we actually have, because there are actually a few, is Magneto. Now, before you tell me, well, Magneto's a bad guy, yeah, but Magneto is probably the best bad guy. Yeah, he can be an anti-hero sometimes. The 20th, the 20th Century Fox X-Men movies have exploited Magneto to a fault because there's only so many times he can fuck shit up. <laughs> but when you have the kind of actors that they put in front of this character, they that is our Black Panther. That's it. Yeah. And you have to kind of accept that for what that is. That... No, like you're like Magne what Magneto wants, the level of hatred and revenge in his heart that he feels after the Holocaust is not necessarily justified. You know, you, hate isn't matched with hate. That doesn't make him right. Right. And, you know, the things that he does in spite of that, you know, the crazy stuff he does towards the world is not also justified because of that. And like, I think that that's kind of the better experience for, for me. Like, you know, I think other people have said, like, you know, what about Blade? What about, you know, the, the what about Spawn? What about, you know, Molecule Man, Meteor Man, or whatever? Like, yeah. like, uh, Blank Man. Like, there's so many great other movies, but, you know, this is the first one that kids can go to. And, like, they're going to love that. Yeah. And, like, unfortunately, there is no Magneto redemption story that's going to come out. That's not going to happen. And I think that. You know, ultimately, we can only hope that one day Ben Grimm of the Fantastic Four, the thing, will come back and maybe he'll be a little bit more Jewy next time. <laughs> but other than that, you know, I think we kind of have to slow our roll and not say something stupid because we feel a feeling. Yeah, I feel sad, too, that there isn't a Jewish movie about, you know, like Israel, but that's what kind of the Zohan is, and it's a joke. And you have to take it for what that is, is that it's not really funny or okay Right. To, to portray Israel in this way or to portray it as the way that Wakanda is treated, which is a beautiful, uh, 
you know, alternate fa- alternate reality fantasy. Yeah. So I'm taking it that you don't want another Hebrew Hammer movie. Well, no, I love Hebrew Hammer. That's, <laughs> I'm not, but it's not. But it. But again, like you can have Blade, right? But you can't. Little kids from school don't get to get off or get on a field trip to go see Blade. Right. You know, like they don't the same thing, like kids who go to Solomon Schechter, like aren't going to go, you know, see Hebrew Hammer. You know, we in Hebrew school, I remember the rabbi wouldn't let us sing the Adam Zandler Hanukkah song because he thought it was inappropriate, even though that was the forefront, you know, uh, explosion of Jewish culture of a holiday. Yeah. That had ever happened ever. That's it. There's one song. <laughs> you know so for me like just to get ahead of, like to br- bring this down if anybody's out there saying that they need a jewish superhero you have one if anyone's out there saying you want a jewish black panther you kind of have one already are you going to have that as a solo movie you can bring your kid to no uh be happy that the representation of gal gadot as wonder woman as you know, portraying this amazing lady, and they copied all the Israeli accents. All the other actors had to do Israeli yeah, accents. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's it. That's what we get. We created this stuff. We were a part of the publishing industry. That's it. Right. And, and I and think that that's okay. It is. And I mean, like, part of what made Marvel Comics, DC Comics, even like so amazing, the comic book stories, is like the writers were telling stories about the oppressed like think about like the entirety of x-men like that is what what they are like they're mutants they're like they're hated they're a hated culture that like they need to get above that and show like it's like in that's one of the things that makes the comic book realm so compelling is that that, like everyone can kind of see you know maybe them themselves in the story and identify and like like I, i i totally understand like it this is a huge deal that black panther came out and like people like are able to see, you know, a hero on screen with their same skin color as them and, you know, are able to, like, relate with them in, in some of the issues that they're sh- talking about. And, like, that that is amazing. But, like, there are, there are so many other stories out there, too, that, like, it, it is going to be, like, it is hard to convince, like, and say, like, oh, well, now we need, you know, a, you know, another superhero movie that is basically the same format, but now is a Latin American superhero and now is a Muslim and now is a Jew. Like it's just, yeah, but but you want to make sure that you're also telling great stories. Like that's the other thing that's like, right. But that's not going to happen. Like that what here, here's what's going to happen. Marvel is going to be pressured into making a black widow movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and that'll be cool because I think, Scarlett Johansson would either be happy to like die and like end her like career with Marvel to do that after Infinity War because we know she survives through. Um, but also, uh, you know, I, I don't think Marvel has as much pressure now to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the, the pressure is kind of off at this point. You know, they did Black Panther. You know, there's Black Adam for uh, that's an unfortunate name. For DC and The Rock is supposed to do that, but we don't know when that's coming. Cyborg movie probably isn't coming until Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. We don't know when that's happening. And I think that you know Marvel can kind of sit back and take it easy. I mean, they're going to make a ton of movie, right. a ton of money. Um, I think what's also cool is like this is a now a little black kid's Halloween costume for perpetuity. Like, yeah. 
like think about like all of the merchandising and stuff that's never existed before that yeah sure it was in Captain America Civil War but now it's going to be everywhere like the Halloween costumes birthday parties like characters like the cosplay like it's going to be really cool and mm-hmm. it's it's nice to be a part of a movement and something positive and overall a, a really fun and amazing experience so yeah yeah man well and i th- i think that and the other little great thing that's awesome about this is that it's like you don't have to be black or African-American to enjoy this movie. Like we all loved it. I, I would, one of my coworkers brought her kids and her son who was white was in a black Panther costume. Like, like he was just loving it. Like the, it's just cause he was yeah, able, but- able to go and see and have a great time. But like, also like one of my really good friends, his adopted son is black and he was able to bring, him and he had an amazing time and so like it's just one of those things that like a lot of people are able to experience this movie and have uh you know get different take different things away exactly exactly yeah man we're we're lucky we live in a kick-ass time man so yeah so listen folks we don't know when we're necessarily going to be coming back i know we're going to talk about rogue one then not rogue one ready player one <laughs> uh we're definitely going to talk about han solo we're definitely yeah. going to talk about uh you know the uh infinity war as it comes down the pike uh i don't know unless you guys are really after us if we're going to talk about every trailer for infinity war just because i think it's just going to start getting more and more spoilery um and yeah uh i appreciate everybody's time tonight and uh frank uh, anything else no man I, I you know I'm, I'm glad that we're back at it i agree i think we need to uh Take a look at what what's upcoming. Ready Player One for sure. Um, and I know that there, there are there are other movies coming out, but there may be some shows that you and I both can maybe binge through, and we can talk about. Um, oh yeah, which would be exciting. Um, but we may have a couple other projects um, that we might want to introduce to everybody. So we'll see there. A little teaser. Um, but you know, we we don't plan on going away for long. You know, it's it, it was. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. We, we we had a couple of breaks over the past couple of months, so we want we want to keep it up. Um, but yeah, so it's been really great. Uh, if you haven't seen Black Panther yet, I don't know why you listen to this entire podcast, but uh, if you haven't, go see it. We're both going to go see it again. Yep. Um, it's it's great that it's uh, another entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I you know I can't wait for Infinity War at this point. Um, but otherwise, um, we are the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Um, you can find us online at longlostheroes.net. You can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, which hopefully you already have, and that's how you're listening to us. Um, If you have and you are listening, please leave us a rating or review. We greatly appreciate it. Um, And, you know, definitely as we post our episodes, continue the conversation. We would love to hear your thoughts, you know, comment on our posts or, you know, reach out to us directly. Um, what you guys think about the movies or the, the topics at hand. Um, but it's been a great time. AJ, I enjoy this. I wish we got to see it together, but you know, next time for sure. Next time. Well, take care, man. Party on and have a great week, everybody. And, uh, we'll see you next time. Wakanda forever. (laughs) 